Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. of NFL Trend Zone. I am your host, Dustin Baker, here with Wes Johnson, Jason Bolin, and Cody Spears. Tonight is the night that we unveil our playoff teams, a batch of seven from each conference. Then we'll tunnel through playoff matchups and ultimate Super Bowl predictions from all four panelists. That's what we're going to do because the season is two weeks away. Foremost, though, we're going to talk about Bet Online. BetOnline is the fastest and the easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use this promo code, why don't you? Believe, B-L-E-A-50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, Believe 50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. We've got our playoff teams show going conference by conference. We have best laid plans to do all of the NFL tonight. If we get long-winded, it'll only be the AFC, but I am convinced we can do the whole shebang. We're going to read off per panelist. Uh, all seven teams that reach the postseason, and then I will dictate to these gentlemen their playoff matchups, and we will ultimately end at Super Bowl matchups and Super Bowl winners. We will start with Wes Johnson, who is in San Francisco, and we are in the AFC West. Who is your number one seed, kind sir? Uh, my number one seed? Uh, am I going through all seven? or No, do number one and give me maybe 20 seconds as to why they're that team. The, the the one in the AFC West or, oh, or just no, my one overall? Number one overall, please. Number one overall, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh, okay. Uh, I think the schedule set up for them to uh, gain that number one seed. Uh, it, it won't be easy. The AFC West will be a bloodbath. Um, but I currently have uh, the Chiefs. Um, getting home field advantage. Ooh, okay, so you, you trust the divest from Tyreek plan. Who's your number two seed and why? Number two, we got the Indianapolis Colts. Um, why? Because that's uh, really high of, for them. Out of all the, the potential playoff teams, they have one of the easier schedules. Uh, if you look at Tennessee last year, they had the number one seed uh, due to how easy uh, their division was. So uh, really, in their division, Tennessee is their only competition. Uh, I think the upgrades that they made in the offseason will uh, take them over the hump there. All right. That's probably going to be one of the, the boldest things of the night. Colts is two seed, but hey, your rationale makes sense. Who's number three? Number three, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I probably would have had them at the two seed, um, but they, they have a brutal um, last five game stretch and I, I think uh, that stretch they go up against uh, or they play division rivals uh, four out of those five times so um, I think they're going to trip up just enough to 
uh, slot them in the three seed. All right, the Ravens win their division over the Bengals, Browns, and Steelers. Who's number four? And this will be the final uh, home team for the playoffs. Number four is the Miami Dolphins. I've mentioned it earlier. I have them over uh, the Buffalo Bills uh, in the AFC East this year. Yeah, you've got a lot of, uh, uh, I guess, reputation on the line because you've, you've picked them now about three different times to unseed the bills at the top. I'm going to guess the bills are probably here next or number six for the playoffs. Bills are number five. Okay. And that's because they finally have a more difficult schedule and you think they come back to the planet. Yes. And uh, I think they, you know, Miami just edges them out uh, for the East, but you know, they're right there with Miami. Um, and have the the top wild card seed. Okay. And then for six and seven, do you have an AFC West festival? I have the Broncos and Chargers at mm-hmm. six and seven, respectively. Yeah. Okay. You better give me a little speech on Denver because one of the panelists is <laughs> waiting for it. I, I know uh, Jason will, will talk at length uh, <laughs> on the Broncos. Um, you know, I, I think with the new coaching staff, uh, new quarterback, um, there's going to have a lot of things in flux early in the season, and it might take uh, a couple games for everything to uh, get going. That is fair. Jason, let's go with to you for your seven. Uh, number one, who is the top seed home field throughout in the AFC? Number one, I got the one and only team on my list making it from the north. I got the Bengals coming, wow. in, coming in at number one. Um, I, I, I think that they're going to – I don't think that they're going to let up one bit um, or have a, I guess, a sophomore slump, if you will. This will be Burrow's third year. Um, you know, they short up the offensive line a little bit. Um, I really like what, obviously, what what Chase, I mean, what he brings to the table. But I'm like I mentioned last week, um, Higgins, I'm excited to see him again. I think they got the, just a dynamic, young nucleus of players on the offensive side of the ball. Um and I, I really, I really like them. And again, like I mentioned, that is my only team coming out of the North. Okay. Uh, Bengals home field throughout. Who's the two seat? I got the bills at number two. I think unlike uh, the difficulty of their schedule, I think in this case, it actually benefits the bills. Uh, I think that might've hurt them a little bit last year, beating up on some of the, some of the less desirable teams facing harder opponents. And then, you know, struggling a bit. God, there was a stretch there where they, we were kind of joking that they may not even make the playoffs. Um, but you know, then they get into the playoffs and they really let it rip then. And, um, you know, and just came just so close to knocking off the chiefs. Um, so I think the bills, um, come in at the number two seed there. Okay. And the next division winner is who I got the Broncos winning this division. And, uh, I, I, you know, the, the, there's a lot of new mo- uh, moving parts, uh, like Wes alluded to, but I think, you know, they do have a couple of one could say easier games to open up the season with, uh, with the Seahawks and, uh, the Texans. Mm-hmm. And then I think by week three against the Niners, hopefully all those kinks are, are ironed out now. You know, they, I was able to watch their preseason games. Preseason doesn't really mean much, but you know, um, that was, it, it doesn't get more jackal and hide than that. They looked pretty respectable against the Cowboys. 
looked awful against the Bills. <laughs> Coach had to apologize. <laughs> he did have to apologize, but you know they haven't played any starters really, yeah. except for some uh, rotational pieces on both sides of the ball. KJ Hamler may play against the Vikings, but uh, I think the majority of them are going to be in street clothes. Um, so we'll see. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, that's that's where I got them at. Yeah, that might be a real boring game Saturday night because I have a feeling the Vikings will rest almost everyone like they did against the 49ers. I mean, it's not ironclad, but if so, then you know it's just going to be vanilla uh, do-or-die players on the bubble trying to make an impact. Who is your number four seed to round out division winners? I got the Colts winning that division. Uh, I think that uh, I think Matty Ice is going to really... I mean, he's going to be such a tremendous upgrade to Carson Wentz, um, you know, and, and we thought that maybe Carson could get him there last year had he returned to that one 13 game stretch that we all have in the back of our memory. But uh, mm-hmm. he uh, he wilted, even though his season statistics really didn't look all that bad. I mean, what did he have? 27 TDs, 13 picks. I mean, that was that's respectable. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the way he did it in that Jaguar game was really yeah, and Matty Ice is completely on a completely different level than Wentz. So, yeah, it's so weird how statistics now, the way that dudes avoid turnovers and how much the pass happiness that, you know, 25 and 13 is kind of like, yeah, big whoop. And, you know, <laughs> n- not long ago, 10 years ago, it was like, this is badass. We finally got a guy who throws 25 and 13. But now, unless it's just done in this incredibly efficient winning culture, it's really like run of the mill. It's so weird. <laughs> well, or or if you've been watching Denver football <laughs> for the last six years, you still admire that. <laughs> That's correct. All right, who's the best wild card team in the fifth seed? The Chiefs. Ooh, Got the okay. Chiefs coming in at the wild card. I think. Uh, I think that the Broncos do take them at least once this year, and oh. uh, that that division is going to for the first time in twelve games. Well, let's hope anyway we can get one this year. <laughs> yeah. um, that division, I think, is going to obviously beat beat up each other quite a bit. But even with that being said, I think that uh, it's still the toughest division, and the games outside the division um, should prove to be kind of yeah. yeah I don't know. It's going to be a fun di- division to watch. Um, even if you split every one of those teams up, you still that only still gives you four losses. Yeah. That's assuming that you can win the rest, but you know, no team's going to do that, but I think it's going to be real close between the Broncos and the chiefs. Um, I actually think that the game on January 1st could decide that. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's really cool to be talking about that. Like the Broncos for the first time in seven years that, you know, you look at a schedule and you're like, all right, yeah, they're going to be in the mix. Whereas, you know, like with every fiber of your being, you'd kind of look at January 1st and be like, oh, yeah, no, there'll be seven and yeah, uh, not eight by then and shit won't matter. <laughs> well, well we, we had a chance last year where we were seven and six, but yeah, we, we, we went to bed there again too. <laughs> the depression set in again, but, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, we got our tickets down for that game already. So I'm hoping that that game gets flexed to a night game and depending on how the teams both align, it very well could. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see. Do you have this next one, the Dolphins, Patriots, or Chargers, or somebody different? I do got the Dolphins okay. at six. Yes, I do. I got the Dolphins coming in. I think I, I think they're going to be 
they're going to be good. And, you know, to be honest with you, Wes has kind of sold me on the Dolphins over the last, you know, five weeks or so. I don't, um, he ha- you ha- you'd have to because that's all he talks about, right? Yeah, yeah, he has. He's done a fantastic job. Boom, boom. Well, and then, and then though, I, I, I don't know if I'm watching, which one I'm watching on, on Twitter and stuff when you see the, you see those, those like memes of, Tua throwing those little duck passes, <laughs> but then you see it. But he's he's looked pretty darn good too, from yeah. what I've seen and you know the little I've watched of him. And you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully it comes together down there for him. And then who sneaks into the post scene and with with your seventh seed? Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that right before my last pick because here I couldn't really quite decide. At number seven, I do have the Chargers slash Patriots. I am oh, so Lord. uncertain there. Um, I'd like, I mean, I had chargers first, so I'll go with them. Okay. All right. That uh, makes my life easier because otherwise in about 10 minutes, I'm going to be asking <laughs> you uh chargers slash Patriots or bill. Yeah, yep. Yep. So, and uh, you know, obviously I, I, I did leave the one lone team off the AFC West, which is the Raiders. Um, You know, yeah. we'll have to wait and see if McDaniels is going to do McDaniels things, Patriots or McDaniels things, Broncos and the guy that backed out on the job with the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> You've got that bio down pat. So <laughs> kudos. All right. So um, Jason has Bengals, Bills, Broncos, Colts, Chiefs, Dolphins, Chargers, all teams. Their mascot names are with B's or C's or D's. That's kind of strange. Uh, all right. There's a conspiracy, evidently. Uh, Cody, give me your number one seed in the AFC home field advantage, advantage throughout the playoffs. Well, my number one seed definitely came down to the AFC West. So then it was just uh, trying to figure out whether it was going to be the Broncos, Chargers, or the Chiefs that got that first seed. Uh, What led me to saying the Broncos was their fourth place schedule. This is a team that entering their bye week, I could see them being six and two or eight and oh, they got such a cupcake schedule to start the season. Uh, Definitely expect Russ to get some MVP, MVP votes in there. Uh, and the Broncos really to kind of be the NFL, the NFL's team for maybe the first half of the season. Um, so yeah, that's who I got. Number one. All right. Uh, that's that's a, a change of pace from, from the panel and it'll be a change of pace from mine too. So, uh, kudos for repping Jason's team. Who's number yeah, yeah, two. That's, that's wonderful news. <laughs> <laughs> number two, I got the bills. Uh, okay. Buffalo was arguably the best team on both sides of the ball last season. Um, their schedule is a little bit tougher this year, uh, but their, their biggest question is really just the loss of their offensive coordinator. And I found it interesting that their offensive coordinator, uh, who went to the giants, he he was replaced by Ken Dorsey as the offensive coordinator, which is no problem because he was already the passing game coordinator. So if anything, we could see Josh Allen reach even bigger heights, especially with Gabriel Davis playing wide receiver and getting all those snaps. And then also James Cook going there to help out in the passing game uh, at running back. All right. Number three is the Colts or the AFC. Uh, let's see. South. So team. I actually Third don't have team. the I don't have the Colts oh. on my playoff list. Oh, my goodness. Um, we'll get to that in a second. Right now mm-hmm. I have the Ravens. OK. Um, let's see. The Ravens, obviously, we know the awesome draft they had. And all in all, their offseason was amazing. And I think the Bengals, me personally, I think maybe they got a little bit better. But I don't think their offseason was anywhere near the Ravens. 
um it can't be lost on us those games that lamar jackson missed last year and all the injuries they had they were a shell of the team that they were supposed to be this is the team that posted 10 straight wins for three straight seasons prior to last year and i definitely think that they would have got in with lamar jackson all right so that means we have suspense for the i screwed this up a minute ago the afc south winner so the afc south is you know, everybody's predicting the Colts, which it definitely could be. But myself, I'm not such a believer in um, Matt Ryan and his age. I do kind of feel like he has hit a cliff. We'll definitely see for sure this year. But I think the Colts next year are going to once be once again be looking for a new quarterback. And that's going to be the fifth year they've done that. Uh, they're already showing a lot of depth problems on the defense. And then also their offensive line has regressed with some key losses and his players being more hurt and not filling up those back end spots. The Titans were a sneaky, sneaky one seed last year, but I do think they're in regression with the new wide receiver core. Derrick Henry getting up there in Tannehill. Okay. So let me sell you on the Jaguars for the division. <laughs> yeah. Why not? This is a team oh, that we can see the winner of this division, honestly coming out with seven wins, maybe eight wins. This could once again be an embarrassing eight sub eight win playoff team. And it's going to be cake for whoever goes and plays the AFC South. Um, like I'm sure everybody has said the Colts for the AFC South, but I don't even think the Colts are that strong of a contender. You got the Jaguars who have the best quarterback in the division. They handed out a record 175 million in guarantees, which equals talent brought in. They've upgraded their offensive line and wide receiver for the QB development. They got a good staff hire and Doug Peterson. And then they scattered tough upset victories over the Bills, Colts, and Dolphins and took the Bengals to the brim last year. So this is a team that's definitely shown that they they got some grit. And that was with the worst head coach in NFL history last year. (laughs) So I think that a lot of people are sleeping on them, but... Oh yeah, I was looking around for like I was looking for my American Idol X button when you said that, but <laughs> I'm not cool enough to have those types of sound effects. All right, so you, Jack. so Cody, real quick, you you think Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in that division? Yeah, you got Davis Mills, um, let's Tannehill see, and Ryan Tannehill and Matt Ryan. I think Trevor Lawrence. We have recency bias, but people were saying that he's the next Andrew Luck just last year, and he did have kind of an abysmal rookie season but it wasn't it wasn't anything worse than say what teddy bridgewater did for the vikings per se and that's like with a horrible environment a horrible team and all those distractions this guy i expect him you all know me with my second year qbs but i expect Mm -hmm. trevor lawrence to for sure by the end of next year we will know him as the the hype is real with this guy then yeah for sure and and you know quarterbacks you have a good quarterback, you're probably going to win some games. You can't lose all your games all the time, even though you are the Jaguars. Well, I hope you're right, because I got some rookie cards of him. (laughs) With Jacksonville, Cody, you're either going to look like uh, a genius ahead of the curve or a very lovable doofus, because putting them in the the four seed at the home playoff game um, is pretty bold. I like it the way you sold it. So Yeah, Yeah, no, me too, for sure. sure. I do think, let's not, I'm not saying they're going to make some noise in January. I'm (laughs) I'm saying this seven-win team is going to go get (laughs) I got to remember that, too, because the the division, basically, and this is why you set it up for uh that first 30 seconds is you don't believe in the colts and by default after that you have the regressive titans the laughable texans and by default jaguars with their 
fat ass seven and 10 record. Yeah, everybody's discounting them out. Nobody believes in them. They're just going to go out there and ball. Yeah. All right. Who's the the best wild card team on your radar? Uh, so number five, I got the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, they definitely have one of the roughest schedules in the entire league. Um, but this is also a team that Pat Mahomes has taken to 12 plus games in four straight seasons of mm-hmm. or 12 plus wins in four straight seasons. Uh, they do have an absolutely brutal schedule. They got the Rams, Bills, Buccaneers, Niners, Titans, Bengals, Chargers twice and Broncos twice. That could be a full year's worth of losses just on its own. Uh, but we know that Kansas City is going to prevail. Um, so I do have them at number five, uh, followed by six, the Chargers. Chargers uh, at number six. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think that that division's going to be way close. I know we're all probably leaving off the Raiders, but I don't think that yeah. they're going to be horribly far behind. Although I do think their offensive line could possibly be bottom three in the whole league. And uh, that's definitely doesn't seem like a playoff team. Okay. And uh, then who's your last sneak in in the new format? The Dolphins. Oh, okay. Sorry. So yep. Just the punchline. Uh, I'm a big Mike McDaniel fan. Uh, I like the offensive wonder kid over there. And I think if you're basing your offense on getting um, the ball to players like Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, that's a recipe for success. And then as you all know, on this show in the past, I'm a huge Chase Edmonds fan. So uh, especially that easy division, the Patriots, I had kind of close, but I think this might be more of a transition year for the Patriots um, as they're adjusting to those new coaching changes and their offensive line is in flux. But yeah, uh, nobody had them, including me. And that's really yeah. weird. Which means they're probably going to be like at least the three. <laughs> three, three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be everything that Wes has been saying the Dolphins are now that we've counted them all out. Um, how do you rectify this? I don't get it. How do the Broncos have this allegedly easy schedule, but then the Chiefs have this gruesome one? Is it all because of last year's seeding? Uh, I, I think we actually talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Oh, my bad. Um, let me... I don't, well, I'm saying that because I don't remember which teams. So tell, every tell me every team gets two uh, special games a year that aren't related to their actual schedule. And I've, okay. off the top of my head, I'm looking at these teams. I want to say Kansas City got the Bills and the Buccaneers, and like the and the Broncos got something easy like Carolina. Yeah, so that's just got to be the lateral. Arizona. Then that's well, the lateral, here's lateral the Broncos. Last the last six. six games of the Broncos schedule yeah. is at, at Baltimore, home against the Chiefs, home against the Cardinals, at uh, the Rams, at the Chiefs, <laughs> and home against the Chargers. Oh, okay. So there's yes. come up, there's comeuppance at the end. Yep. Yeah, and I got them split in that 500. I got them winning at Baltimore, losing to Kansas City, beating Arizona, losing to the Rams beating Kansas city and losing to the chargers, but they're definitely going to stack up room to lose. I know it's not the mentality to have, but I, like I said earlier, I got them with one loss before a week. Well, 10. they were, they were, you know, not a very good football team last year. And they started out three, zero against an easy schedule and they had Jason, you know, quasi excited. He still was prepped for the fall, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, mine are number one, the Buffalo Bills. Um, just anytime you watch them, whether it was last year, I was watching them at the Cheesecake Factory in Edina, Minnesota this weekend. And just when you see them, they feel like this team that is right there that just needs to break through. Yeah. And if, if they can't, it'll feel feel like a miscarriage of justice. So I do think despite Wes's best 
warnings that the schedule isn't as easy as it was last year. I'm going to take them to be the number one seed. I don't have them in the Super Bowl, though. Uh, the Chiefs, for me, I have it number two because I've said over and over, I like the fact that they finally got the memo that defense matters, and they basically took all the money they would have paid Tyreek or continued to pay Tyreek and used it on a pretty sweet draft class and defensive players. Number three, I have the Colts because by default, I think they win this. So I'm in with the the general body politic that says they have to win this division. Not quite there on the Jags, certainly not there on the Texans. And the Titans have always got on my nerves because they think they're all good, but they're just absolute despicable number one seed. Uh, <laughs> you can't keep a Ravens team down for too long because they're well coached and Lamar needs a bounce back here to show everybody that MVP thing wasn't a fluke. So I have them as the... Winners of their division, the number four seed. Number five, the best wildcard team is the Broncos. And I have them probably finishing about 11 and six in what we keep calling a brutal division because it's brutal. Number six, the Chargers. They need to, especially for Herbert and Staley, they need to get in the playoffs. Otherwise, what the hell? Uh, you have to start asking yourself if every other quarterback is held to the standard of dragging his team to the playoffs, then why isn't Boy Wonder Mr. Herbert doing so? And number seven, I have the Bengals taking a step back to the tune of probably nine and eight or 10 and seven, because that's what happens to Super Bowl runner-ups. And I have them in the seventh seed. Coming back up the snake, Wes, I have your playoff matchups. The wildcard weekend, you will have your upstart Colts at the Los Angeles Chargers. Give me a winner. Uh, let's see the Colts at the Chargers. I have no, no, Char- my fault. The Chargers at the Colts. Yes. yes. Chargers at the Colts. I have the Colts uh, beating the Chargers. Um, yeah. No. Uh, no Cinderella story here with the Chargers. Uh, it will be one and done. Uh, also, to uh, just note, so each uh, each year it's about a fifty percent turnover uh, mm-hmm. in the playoffs for playoff teams. Um, out of all fourteen teams i have six new teams um most of them reside in the afc oh okay uh let's see broncos at ravens second wild card game uh i have the ravens uh taking out the broncos sorry jason (laughs) it's happened before (laughs) (laughs) yeah in living color 2012 (laughs) yeah And and then you are putting your money where your mouth is, Wes. You have the Bills at the Dolphins. The Bills at the Dolphins. And I have the Bills um, getting revenge on the Dolphins for taking the East and taking out the Dolphins um, in that first week. Okay. That brings us to Ravens at Colts on Divisional Weekend. Uh, I have the Ravens over the Colts. Fair enough. And then uh, the same matchup as last year. The except this one was in Buffalo, I believe. Or was it? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, Bills at Chiefs. The Bills finally get off the schneid, get over the hump, whatever you want to say. They go into Kansas City and they beat them like they did. I think it was week four uh, last year. Yeah, that would be quite the development. Um, Then you have an AFC championship. Make sure I calculated this right. Bills at Ravens, Lamar and Josh. 
Yeah. Uh, I have the Bills uh, taking out the Ravens. Uh, I think they're they're going to get hot at the right time and I use that momentum to um, steamroll their way to the Super Bowl. All right. So we'll be back to you in probably about five minutes for the NFC. Jason, you have the Chargers at the Bills in the wild card. Oh, Bills. Bills without a question. <laughs> yep. Won't even be close. Bronco or excuse me, Dolphins at Broncos. Broncos will take that one. Broncos over Dolphins. And then um, the Chiefs at the Colts. I like the Chiefs. Like the Chiefs here. Do you think that? So are you high on the Colts or you, you think this is a by default thing? I can't, I can't remember what you said. Well, part of me kind of is, but part of me's got that team from two years ago in my mind. Yeah. You know, as well, when they, when they, because to me, what Rivers did with them, I mean, they get, I mean, I, I love their running game, like their offensive line. Um, I, I'm hoping it's pretty close to the same team that it was two years ago. Uh, yet last year was kind of hard for me to decipher that. Um, granted, Jonathan Taylor just came out of, I don't <laughs> know if he came out of nowhere, but Wow, he he masked quite a few things. Um, they did battle the injury bug a little bit, but um, but yes, I think that they're in a much better position. So I do like the Colts. Um, I'm not too high on them, but I like them. Okay. Then your divisional round matchup is your Broncos at those Bills. What say you? The Bills will take this one. Oh God. Yep. The, the bills are the one team in the league that I am glad that we don't play during the regular season. Um, there's not too many teams out there that I'm deathly afraid of this year with the talent that we have and the coaching. Uh, but they are one of them, um, both sides of the ball stacked. Um, their depth is great. They're coached great. And Josh Allen just keeps getting better and better and better watching him, even though he was only out there for one drive Mm -hmm. and and he was going against our twos. It was still just, I mean, he was just like, all right. I mean, he just looked so good. Yeah. We were watching the same thing because that was the, the aura I was talking about. I was like, ah, these guys just feel like a team that's got to get there. Well, Uh, I did that. I did that one pass though, just real quick here when he was like kind of scrambling around back there and he had his back to the end zone and then he just kind of turned around and just gunned it to the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was almost like he just knew it the whole time and just was dinking around. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And then your other divisional matchup would be chiefs at Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals here. Okay. So, yep. I think the Bengals will are a better team. Uh, collectively than the Chiefs. Um, I don't know that they're better coached, but I do think that this Tyreek Hill thing, not him not being there, I think it's going to hurt him. I'd be real surprised if it helped him somehow, but you never know, I guess, especially with Andy Reid calling the shots. I mean, he could, you know, all he needs to do is draw different plays up to work with his personnel, which he's more than capable of doing. So, I mean, not having Tyreek Hill could somehow benefit these guys in the long run <laughs> for all we know. And then your AFC championship is bills at Bengals who comes out alive. I got the bills going to the super bowl. Finally. Okay. Yeah, this is all right. So we doubled up there between Wes and Jason Cody on to you. You have the dolphins at the bills. Please excuse my cat trying to throw up in the background. Oh, it happens. 
All right, so I got uh, Miami beating Buffalo. Uh, this is a team that's always played Buffalo tough, uh, and they've uh, given Josh Allen problems in the past. If Miami takes that uh, step forward like we're expecting, I fully expect them to be able to keep up with Buffalo. So I heard you correct. The Dolphins bounced the Bills in the wild card round. Yep, and it shocks everybody. Yeah, it, yeah, it would. It would be on, on the road, a warm-weather team in the cold Buffalo. Uh, Chargers at Ravens. Uh, so I got the Chargers beating the Ravens. Another road upset. game. Yeah, for sure. This is going to be a game that uh, you absolutely don't want to miss. I got high hopes for Lamar Jackson's and, and Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Uh, boy got thick this summer. I think he's going to go out there and rush for another thousand yards and uh, maybe double digit touchdowns. And then uh, with a you know. With a smile on your face, you have the Chiefs at the Jaguars. I got the Jaguars losing to the Chiefs. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, he's getting carried away. Yeah, he's getting too hot takey. <laughs> yeah. uh, then I got, um, correct me if I'm wrong on this, what I got next, but I got Broncos beating Miami, the one yes. seed at the seven. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, also got Chargers beating the Chiefs. Ooh, okay. uh, which so that, leads up to a juicy NFC championship, the Chargers and the Broncos, which I got the Chargers beating the Broncos. Chargers over the Broncos and the Chargers are going to Super Bowl. Is that is that what we got? Yep, I would pick the Broncos, but that, that middle linebacker spot scares me over there in Denver. It's, it's, pretty, you know, it's pretty soft. They cut Schobert and that ended it all for you? <laughs> well, even yeah. with Schobert in there, I was like, oh man, maybe this guy can help. Because if they don't get their second linebacker back, Josie Jewell's good for about five games a year, or maybe a little bit more, but that team is so stacked outside of Mo Linebacker. And the Chargers are just, they're doing exactly what you want to see your team do on a rookie contract and load up both sides of the ball. I mean, their offensive mm-hmm. line and defense are drastically different than they were just a couple years ago. Yeah, but nobody can discount the fact that they are still, in fact, coached by a defensive-minded coach. <laughs> now, unless you're an absolute <laughs> legend like Carroll or Belichick, Herberts. you know that can always hold you guys back. Even as a Vikings fan, you have to you have to see that. We oh been, yeah, been, I'm been, all about I'm I'm under the moon or over the moon because we have Kevin O'Connell now. We could oh, just heck yeah send out our quarterback coaches and our offensive coordinators to go get new jobs instead of the guy yeah, calling all of our offense. That's the only reason that I'm, I don't care if he's young or old, whoever the coach is going to be. That's the only reason I'm gung ho about this is that we don't have to have a revolving door at offensive coordinator anymore. And th- I mean, this was the Vikings, the Zimmer offense that was churning out promotions for offensive coordinators. Yeah. And, weird. Yeah. And so it would just, <laughs> it's just going to continue anytime you prefer a de- defense first head coach because, you know, they can't steal Sean McVay and they can't steal O'Connell and these offense do offense mind do is at the head coaching position because there's no more upward mobility. Having an offensive guy in charge just gives you an overwhelming sense of comfort, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. I, I feel mean, like I'm a swaddled baby when it comes to my coaching staff now. Oh, man, it just feels great. It feels gives you peace of mind. All right, uh, my wild cards are Chiefs over Bengals. Again, I don't think the Bengals quite have the sizzle and luck that they had last year in the playoffs. I have the Chargers over the Colts because the Chargers, everything Cody just said, are talented all over the damn place, just peppered with talent. I have the Broncos over the Ravens in a road victory because of some Russell voodoo, uh, some of the 
I don't know. It just feels like a game that he'll figure out a way. And that's why they you know went and got him. Uh, and then I have chargers over bills in an upset in the, uh, let's see, that would be the divisional round. And then my AFC championship is in Kansas city and it's Broncos losing to the chiefs in the AFC championship. Russell Wilson and friends get a little bit of taste of what they'll eventually. Uh, I do think this will result in a championship for uh, Russell, but not quite this year. I think it takes one year to gel. So I have the chiefs going to the game, but I already teased this last week with Steph. So it's not too, I'm just staying consistent. So you guys can laugh at me when I get to the NFC part, which is where we're at right now. Uh, Wes, let, why don't you hit me with uh, your, let's see, we'd have the number one seed in the NFC. Sure. Uh, number one seed, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. Sounds like Cody. I think that um, <laughs> the East is pretty wide open. Um, I think the Dolphins, I'm sorry, the, the Cowboys regress, and then uh, the other two aren't able to do enough to compete. And I think overall they have a, a pretty easy schedule. So they're the number one seed in the NFC. Correct. Wow. Okay. Number two. Number two, I have the 49ers. Speech. Um, tough divisional matchup, but I think um, as recent history has showed, uh, when 49ers and the Rams go up against each other, um, Shanahan usually has McVay's number. Uh, this year, I believe that um, they're able to win a few more games uh, and cement themselves atop the the West. And they should have won the NFC championship. If it wasn't for that one dropped pick, that would have been the game. Was that Jakiski tart or was that somebody else? Uh, I forget who that was. There was that yes. one Stafford turd. He threw it yep. and it should have been game over, but he quite, I mean, not exaggerating, dropped the ball, the game yep. ender. All right. Who's your three seed? Minnesota Vikings. Oh my God. <laughs> you, did you talk yourself into this one? <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, okay. I think the Packers are due for a regression. Um, they, they've definitely stacked up on defense, but offensively, I, I think there's going to be enough holes that will keep them um, out of it. And I think if the Vikings can remain healthy enough, because they are fairly thin, uh, behind a lot of their starters, uh, they should have enough to overtake the division. Well, we'll take it. I had uh, an hour ago on my Vikings show, kind of like this one, I had Luke Braun, who Vikings fans know and love. And I asked him at the end of the show, his win-loss projection. He was like, I'm, he's like, I'm optimistic. It's trending in the right way. He's like, I think they'll finish seven and 10. And I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's regression. Don't give me that. Right. All right. Number four seed in the NFC. Uh, the Buccaneers. Okay. Now that Brady's back in the saddle, finally, after the, this one, uh, I went back and forth with uh, between the Saints and the Bucks. Ultimately, it'll come down to that. Um, only one of those teams will make the playoffs, though. Okay. Yeah, that's I can see that. And then your best wildcard team must be Green Bay. Uh, best wildcard team is the Rams. Oh, yeah. Good point. I got the Rams, Packers, and the Cowboys. Okay, so let's see who's on the outside looking in for you, the Cardinals, and uh, that's probably the only one that would. That really... was the, yeah. yeah. How are they going to be looking in from, what, 5 and 12? 
<laughs> so yeah, I, I have the Cardinals out. That was my uh, sixth team that made it last year that will not okay. be back this year. So you you really have a this is I don't think you've mentioned this at least not as a declaration. You're really high on the Eagles. Yeah, I I, I think it's set up perfectly for them. Um, I don't have the schedule here in front of me, but um, I from when I looked at it. I believe whoever they match up against is it, it's set up nice. They have roster depth, mm-hmm. um, the additions on offense, the mobile quarterback, defensive uh, line, the mm-hmm. defensive line, that defense is going to be stacked. Um, yeah. yeah I, I, I think the Eagles just with how the season ended for them last year, I think what they have a third place, schedule which benefits teams uh cincinnati was similar uh last year they benefited from burrow's injury uh, the year prior mm-hmm. and had a, a fourth place schedule and were able to, to yeah. run that all the always way. remember on that uh philadelphia defense the eagles were gifted Derek barnett and josh sweat by the minnesota vikings via the sam bradford trade still active still play the bulk of defensive snaps there. All right, Jason, let's do your NFC. Who's your top dog home field throughout NFC. I got the Rams coming mm-hmm. in at one. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, I don't see them taking much of a step back, uh, after this, after the super bowl, I really honestly don't, I think it's only going to actually get better with how, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Sean McVay's coaching style. I think Stafford, you know, how quickly he was able to fit in there with him last year. And then, and then I, you know, and I've been saying it for weeks, months, Allen Robinson, it's a nice <laughs> addition for the team. Nice addition for that team. He's going to fit in nicely there. So, and obviously, you know, the defense having two of the better defensive players in the game really certainly doesn't help. Doesn't hurt matters no, at all. Either. At all. And uh, remember listeners Rams, number one seed, Sean McVay is still the youngest coach in the NFL. He just looks like a badass. He yeah. looks like a dude I'd hang out with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he got hired at what, 32, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah O'Connell, it, O'Connell's the second youngest. Yeah, yeah isn't Shanahan it? Shanahan looks like a stud too, though. <laughs> isn't it crazy John Madden was hired in 1969, also at 32 years old? That seems like a crazy young age for way back then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, well, Bud Grant. We tend to think of him in our age classes like, oh, yeah, he was the old war horse leading the Vikings to their Super Bowls. But <laughs> no, no, he was he was like O'Connell's age when he started or maybe maybe his mid or like mid 30s. But, you know, I think uh, Mike Shanahan was actually one of the younger head coaches, too, <laughs> back in the mid 90s. Oh, now you're showing your age, Jason. <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah, no kidding. No kidding. All right, who's your two seed, Jason? NFC. Number two seed is the Vikings. Oh, my God. The Vikings. Oh, my goodness gracious. This jinx is, and shit. You know, this is going to be a year that. I mean, seriously, the, the, the Vikes are due for a, a, a kick-ass year. Um, and what I mean by that is, is a record similar to what they posted in 2017, only without the anxiety-filled, uh, you know, feeling that you would get by watching them win. Oh, yeah, from week mm-hmm. to week. I can wait for the shoe to drop every single game. Like, all right, this 11 and two, we're going to lose the next four or something. And it just never really happened. Yeah. I became a believer at that. um, Jerry McKinnon London game. That's whenever I was like, Oh, 
okay. Case Keenum is not just a stop. I mean, he stopped gap for that that year, but mm-hmm. that stretch yeah. he sure wasn't. Yeah, there was a game that they went down to play Atlanta. I think it was in November or December where Atlanta was good and we were going on the road and usually Zimmer's teams on the road were iffy. And I remember thinking like, all right, well, this is, and then they just, they played defensively dominant, go figure. And that was the game where I was like, okay, this, this is a real playoff team and not just some nice little stretch. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be completely different. I know that we hit on some of the details last week, but I mean, assuming health, of course. Right. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you know, if Dalvin can get off and have a great, season stay healthy and then you got the receivers there and then you know they they a lot of people you know dogged on them for their draft i thought they added some nice defensive pieces uh via the draft and um as crazy as this sounds i think their defense may actually even play a little bit better too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i just think that when you're when you're dealing with a defensive-minded coach for so long and the, 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 the novelty and the, the, the vigor or whatever wear off with that. I think that affects the team so negatively, um, in so many different ways that I think just new fresh ideas is going to just take this team to a, a level that Vikings fans haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. It's been five years for the supremacy of winning, getting to the title game. But for that, the vibe you're talking about hasn't happened since 2009. So, uh, yeah, this this would be 13 years in the making where you have a team that actually feels dominant throughout the season. Yeah, Even even even, that season, it took three games to get rocking and rolling. Or even take it back to even like the like the Culpepper days mm-hmm. with yeah. Moss and, you know, when they would, you know, do, do you, you could expect a 12 and four season mm-hmm. and they, every time they went out there, they expected to win. I mean, it wasn't Culpepper MVP nope. one year or real close to yeah, one. He was close. I think it was his, uh, he had a magnificent 2003. I think it was where he had 30, nine touchdowns, 11 picks, I think. Yeah. And he was, he was probably, in terms of the dual threat running and throwing back then the best quarterback in the game for that mold. Uh, yeah. And I think he, I think he was up there for MVP voting. Heck yeah. It's also the year they collapsed to the Cardinals in week 17, but who's counting Uh, (laughs) number three. Who's number three NFC team. Number three. I got the Eagles. I got the Eagles. I love what they've done over there. I love the additions in the off season. Um, You know, and I, I, I'm probably a lot higher on Jalen hurts than I should be, but um I'm just, you know, I've seen him when he looks good and he looks really freaking good. And obviously he's still young, still going through some growing pains, but eventually this will be his what third year. I think a lot of that gets mm-hmm. ironed out. Um, and, uh, they've done their best to surround that young guy with, uh, with the talent needed to, to be very successful. So. All right. Eagles. Number, number three. And then the final division winner, it must be the, the bucks. The Bucks, yes, okay. it is. And let's go back to the Eagles for a second. Jalen Rager is going to make that team. I'm high on him. <laughs> like you are, Iuk. You know, I'm I'm a huge Rager fan, right? But um, yeah, the the Bucks for sure. Who's the best wild card team in the five seed? Niners. Got the Niners coming in. Niners. I think that they're going to be probably they're going to have the God. They're going to have a, a record that would solidify a division winning record. But I just don't think I don't think they get there. Um, but yeah, either way, they're going to make some noise. Is uh, six Green Bay? Six is the Cowboys. Six is the Cowboys and number seven is Green Bay. Um, Another reason I got the Vikings so high is, is I think uh, uh, Smalls, uh, 
Steph alluded to it perfectly last year. This is a perfect year for him, not only with the talent that they possess on the roster and the new coaching, but Green Bay, I, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is already out there just belittling his receivers. <laughs> uh, I think they take a huge step back. They don't have anybody there. Now, granted, Aaron Rodgers makes everybody better, but obviously the Lions, I mean, they got a weak division. So this this is the Vikings year. I'm very high on them this year. Yeah. All right, so that is from Jason Rams, Vikings, Eagles, Bucks, 49ers, Cowboys, Packers. Now, Cody, I know um, in lead up to the show, you thought we were doing just the AFC, so why don't we go through your NFC? You don't have to give quite the uh, breakdown um, unless you unless you want to do it on the fly. Who's your number one seed? Yeah, for sure. I'll run through them real quick. I got mm-hmm. one is the Eagles, mm-hmm. same as Wes, which was a surprise, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, two, <laughs> I got the Saints. I'm actually shocked nobody else is the Saints. I think they're absolutely loaded in a super weak division with a less than 100% Tom Brady in the Buccaneers. Um, then I got three is the Rams. We're not going to see the end to them anytime soon. <laughs> I got four is the Vikings uh, finishing oh, you ahead of the out. Packers. Uh, Packers will be the best wild card team. I think that one's going to be pretty close. Uh, I do think both their running backs could probably be top 15 running backs this year. So um, maybe that'll help their defense out. And Aaron Rodgers, if he just had to kind of manage games, he could be a lot more deadly than we've seen in the past. Um, 49ers, six, which is surprising coming from me. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Who was number five? I'm sorry. Oh, so five, five was the Packers. It was the Packers. Okay. And then yep. there six is the Niners. Gotcha. Yeah, six. Um, it's a little surprising for me, but uh, I'm just as high on the Rams, at least now. Uh, maybe not so much the future um, over the 49ers. A lot of that depends on Matthew Stafford playing all season. And then seven, I got the Buccaneers. Uh, that came down to the Buccaneers or the Cowboys for me. Um, I think the Cowboys overachieved in multiple different areas last year. Uh, especially especially on defense. Um, they're not going to have that many turnovers. Micah Parsons is not going to have that many sacks. Their depth is awful. Um, and they've lost a lot of pieces on offense. Uh, I think the Cowboys and the rest of the NFC East play victim to the Eagles taking the number one seed. Okay, so Buccaneers, I guess you'll let us know here in about uh, five minutes or so if, if they make a little playoff run or not, because I'm curious about that. All right, so my... Getting crunched for time. My NFC are <laughs> quite different. Uh, number one, I still bank on Tampa Bay being uh, at the top. I got Buccaneers number one. I have, quote, my end quote Cardinals at number two. Nobody else nobody else thinks anything about them on this show. Number three, still the Packers. Going to find a way. I think they and the Vikings will have a very similar record, if not the same, and the Packers will somehow get the damn tiebreaker. I'm not in love with the Eagles quite like you guys, so I have Cowboys win division chiefly because Micah Parsons plays there in the middle of the defense. I do have the Vikings at number five, hopefully finishing 11 and six, which is what I settled on for a preseason prediction for Minnesota. Number uh, six, I have the 49ers indeed too structurally sound to miss the postseason. And I think we'll see bits and pieces of Lance that look pretty, pretty damn sexy. And then I do have the Eagles making it in the newly formed seventh seed for the NFC playoffs. And that will bring us to, let me pull this up, Wes, your NFC bracket. And I believe that starts with Cowboys at 49ers. Yeah. And for what it's worth, uh, the NFC East, uh, the last eight years. Uh, As a new one. Is, yep. Nobody has repeated uh, in that division. Yeah. So, God, that's oh. so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Just hot potato. All right. Cowboys at 49ers. Cowboys at 49ers. I have the 49ers. Okay. 
And um, let's see. That brings oh god. Vikings over the Packers. <laughs> In the US it's at US Bank Stadium. Yes, so at US Bank. That will mean everything if that actually happens. Uh, because you know, unless you unless you guys are really up to no good, you know that they would lose in Lambeau in a playoff game because that's just how life goes for us. <laughs> and then you have what uh, some would call an NFC championship in the wild card, the Rams at the Bucks. I have the Rams uh, overtaking the Bucks. Okay, so that uh, sets up a early test to your Eagles love. The Rams travel to Philadelphia for a divisional round matchup. Yeah, uh, I think the Philly fans will be throwing batteries and uh, they <laughs> They come out of this one victorious. Okay. So the Rams uh, end somewhat prematurely. With the batteries at Santa, for Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eagles over Rams. And then you would have the Rams heading to the Vikings for a divisional round oh, game. Uh, I have uh, the Vikings heading to the 49ers. Um, wait a second. Right? Yeah, the, the Vikings are the Third, third oh yeah, 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 49ers. yeah, yep. Yeah. My bad. Um, I have. Oh yeah, which means I'll be out there, staying yes. at your house. <laughs> yes. And I have the um, the Forty Niners uh, overcoming the Vikings at home. Okay. And then we'll have a very sad bus trip back to your place. That's right. Uh, and then that means your NFC Championship would be your top two seeds, Forty Niners at Eagles. And I have the Niners over the Eagles. So you are going to have a 49ers-Bills Super Bowl, which we will get to momentarily. Jason, are you ready, sir? I am. Yep. All right. Uh, let's let's line this one up. You have the Packers, you sons of bitches, Packers at the Vikings. First, what, first, first wild card game. Vikings. Vikings Vi- get it. Wow. I think the Vikings get it easily. I, I'm not even concerned about this game. I love it. I, I, was, I just think the Vikings, good man. Well, the Vikings are a, are, a, are a far superior team on paper than the Packers. Oh, bar man. none. You're I mean, right. Yeah. So that's your voice saying that. Not, not mine. Not you know, I, well, from, retweeted from around the globe from an unbiased looker on. <laughs> not an onlooker, a looker on. I mean, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to take it to Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spitters and shitters. <laughs> oh, how the turntables! Uh, Cowboys at Eagles in a hate-filled matchup. I'm going Eagles. I'm going Eagles in this one. Um, and I think this one's going to be. I don't think this one's going to be too close either. Okay. I, I just don't see that the Cowboys just cannot get it done in the playoffs, and I I don't see any reason why that streak would be snapped. And then 49ers at Bucks. 49ers get this one. Uh, send Brady home a lot earlier than he's used to and uh, could very well then be Brady's last season. But we've been saying that for a day. (laughs) (laughs) That sets up 49, a rematch of last year's NFC championship 49ers at Rams for you. Who did I, who, what, what game is this? I'm sorry. Divisional round. The, Oh yeah. 49ers at Rams. Mm -hmm. Um, I got the Niners. Niners will take them. All right. So that's the five seed 49ers over in in Los Angeles, taking down the Rams. And then you have a divisional round Minneapolis game, the Eagles at the Vikings. Man, I'm going to go Vikings. Vikings going to NFC championship. 
And they're going to host the NFC Championship. Yeah, that's pretty bold. <laughs> oh that's man, I didn't yeah. even realize how this was looking. Yep. So we have uh, hmm. Kyle Shanahan returning to the city of his birth, taking on the Vikings in the NFC Championship. Um, I don't know if I dare ask you that. Uh, who wins in the NFC Championship? <laughs> oh, God, I can't put the Vikings in the Super Bowl, but hell yeah, I'm going to. Oh. Vikings. <laughs> Hey, my 49er propaganda has been working pretty well this summer, I see. <laughs> yeah. That's it, what 49ers and NFC Championship are better so far. Yeah, and the, you're, yeah. this is influencing in motion. So you have, oh my God, you have a Bills-Vikings Super Bowl. Oh my God. Yeah, something's got to give. <laughs> that would be a, such a good Super Bowl. Someone's going to be happy. Can yeah. you imagine yeah. that? Could you imagine that? <laughs> either way, I mean, there's going to be a bunch though, of grown men crying across the country. I'm seriously telling you, though, this is this this will be unlike anything Vikings fans are used to. It's going to be different. I just have a feeling it is. We will take it. Uh, Cody, this is you now. The Buccaneers at the Saints. Yeah, sweet. Let me lay out the the juiciest, best NFC playoffs of all time. You got the Saints beating the Buccaneers, rivalry teams. And then you got the 49ers beating the Rams, rivalry teams. Okay. The forty, the Vikings beating the Packers. All of you guys again. <laughs> Every single one of you in different number combinations picked the yep. Vikings to beat the Packers at home in the first round yeah. of the playoffs. And then uh, my next round, I got the one seed Eagles mm-hmm. beating the Vikings. Sad. Oh um, uh, no, you then have, I got wait wait no, you'd have the 49ers going to the Eagles based on. Oh how you laid it man, out. I thought I had it set up. Okay, so I did have the Eagles beating the Vikings and the 49ers beating the Saints. Okay, but that's not going to work here, sir. So what was the way you said you had it? Well, I, it's not a, It's not like I just came up with it. It's no, the no, way no, that no. it I would mean, be like dictated. Right way. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, 49ers at Eagles divisional weekend. Oh, yeah, I'm taking 49ers in that one. 49ers and then, six seed, and then you have, oh, my goodness, the, the Vikings, Vikings down Saints. in New Orleans. Ooh. I think the Vikings exercise a lot of demons. Um and then I'll still take the 49ers over the Vikings. So you NFC have an NFC championship in Minnesota, and you have the same NFC, NFC championship as Jason. Mm-hmm. And, and you have Trey the Lance. Trey Lance, just like you said with Kyle Shanahan, he comes home and yeah, both Minnesotans. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, I got the 49ers uh, beating the Vikings and the 49ers Chargers Super Bowl. Wow. Okay. All right. Mine's even goofier. Um, I have the Cardinals over the Eagles in the wild card round. The <laughs> uh, I inadvertently I didn't even set this up this way, but I loved it when I saw it. I have the Packers taking on the 49ers in the first round of the playoffs, and because I'm smart, I'm taking the 49ers over the Packers <laughs> in the postseason because that's just the way it goes. Five and zero. Oh. Yep, we have a throwback to the 2009 and the 19. Uh, wait, no, 2009 season. The Vikings take down the Cowboys to win a playoff game in Dallas this time. Um, but then I have the Buccaneers over the 49ers in divisional round. Uh, I have the silly prediction of mine: the Cardinals over the Vikings in the desert, and I'm left with an NFC Championship of the Cardinals over the Buccaneers. And I will start off the Super Bowl. I have the Chiefs over the Cardinals. I'm sticking with it. Wes, we will come to yours when I get my screen back up. And that for you, sir, is the... I have the Bills over the 49ers. Bills over the 49ers. Yeah, the the mission is complete. When I got into football in 1989, 1990, those were the two teams. If anybody cares. like Mm -hmm. just, Just the monsters of rock. Uh, Jason, you have the Bills and Vikings. 
that well, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> the Bills. I, I I had the Bills at the beginning. Gasp. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the Bills. Bills nope. are going to get them. But hey, that's fair. That, nothing can be taken away from the from the marvelous run that the Vikings made. Yeah, just an 0 and 5 Super Bowl record. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's better than Worse in history. <laughs> Most of this generation and at least God, maybe a junior one before it haven't even seen the Vikings in a Super Bowl. So uh, yeah, we'll go. they're due for sure. Yeah. Yep. It's been since 76 or 77. All right. And then you have the most unique Super Bowl matchup or arguably, I guess mine's weird because nobody even has the chargers in the playoffs or the Cardinals in the playoffs. Uh, Cody, who wins 49ers chargers Super Bowl? Uh, you know, I'd like to say Chargers, but it seems like they're snake bitten. So I'm going to go with my 49ers hype and say Kyle Shanahan gets that monkey off his back from that Falcons Super Bowl. And he finally closes out a game against the Chargers who are notorious for not closing out games. Yep. There always are our little brother over in the AFC. Yeah. They'll probably double doink their way out of the Super Bowl (laughs) or something. All right, so Wes, Super Bowl champion is the Bills. Jason, Super Bowl champion is the Bills. Dustin's is the Chiefs. And Cody's is the 49ers. Nice. Gentlemen, that's a wrap. Be thinking so we got tomorrow or next week's show. We got two shows for the regular season start. So you guys think about what you want to do for format. We can we can do MVP lists or pretty much any anything. Um, holler at one another. And should be all we got for the evening. Yeah, a couple more weeks, boys. Oh, yeah. More weeks. Most wonderful time of the year. Yes, it is. All right, gentlemen. Have a good evening. Good night. Later. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.